distance, boss fights lead tower. We are tracking you. Head for bay 35. Over. Copy that. Locked in for 35. This is one of many podcasts in which we're going to be sitting right next to each other. Do we sound different? Do do we sound different? Are the boys all right? <laughs> Are they safe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited about this audio setup. I usually have an, a mic that's like attached to my face, and so I'm very worried that I'm not going to speak into the mic. So oh, you're doing I it apologize. now. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, welcome to Transmission 17. I'm your host, Vinny. And I'm your co-hostess with the mostest, classic, Sharon. We're going to be talking about episode 21 of the Clone Wars 3D animated TV show. There are going to be spoilers, as always. Uh, want to talk about the business? The business. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at DockingBay35. You can also contact us at any time at DockingBay35 at gmail.com. Yeah, um, you, didn't you post, like, pictures of your Sabine, that commission that you're working on? Um, you mean our, tre- uh, commission? Uh, yeah. Sabine, uh, I'm not gonna lie, like, I wouldn't have gotten this far in the matter of, uh, the three weeks that I have to get it shipped out, um, if it weren't for all your help. Like, Wow. I never knew winged eyeliner would be so hard. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty involved. And I think, like, yes, the Sab- Sabine's epilogue helmet in particular is really detail-oriented, and there's only, like, five seconds of actual footage of it. Right. So I wouldn't beat yourself too hard. And it's crazy that you you went from, like, a 3D print to, like, all the way to, like, painted, complete with visor installed, like, I think. In two and a half weeks? Yeah, it's it's ambitious, and while you're moving. Haha, <laughs> you're welcome, Caleb. Um, it's a, it, if it's, you're listening. It's totally a learning process. Could you just please, like, listen to our podcast, and then I'll be super happy. Give us five stars, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Hope maybe we'll we'll post a picture of when it's done. Um, Oof! If it ever thing. gets done, I'm super paranoid right now because of the metallic I used. I didn't know it was weird. Like it was going on hot, like butter. There's like price... wow. If I was like gonna make a, the Mandalorian a Din Djarin, I would use this paint to do it. Yeah, um, that, that, I think that's the price of like really chromy metal. Is ugh, nothing it... sticks to it. Yeah. Fuck. But we'll we'll make it work somehow. Um, but in any ways, uh, trying to oh, speaking of which, we have a new logo. Um, my my cute older brother, um, John, he um he helped us with his with the logo. Thanks, um, John. Yeah, thank you, John. Um, you can follow him on Twitter at Gotcha Park G A T C H P A R K seven eight on Twitter. And you could also follow him on Instagram at Graham Park ninety seven. He has some coronavirus t shirts um, selling on T Public, and they're super yeah. cute. And 
definitely throw him a DM if you want to commission him for any graphic design stuff. He's really good. Yeah. Oh my god, he captured that sunset so well. And yeah, those lines are so clean and crisp. Ooh, crisp mm. lines. Crispy. Those gradients. But, alright. Will we have stickers? Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, throw us a line if you have any interest in, in merchandise. But in any case, um, trying to get back into the episode. So this episode is like the last episode that's like in the Ryloth arc. And so I really wanted to like go all ham in this like one, um, like this major Twi'lek episode. So Vinny, just give me your Twi'lek persona, Twi- Twi'sona, if you will. Like, what color are they? Oh, geez. I would be a green Twi'lek. Oh, green. Because mm-hmm. mama space mom. Oh. Um, uh, I had a pretty cute Twi'lek name, like, entranced, mm. like, NZ hyphen, because Star Wars, <laughs> and then trans. I don't know. I was thinking I could use it as my drag queen name, mm. because my Twi'lek would be the hottest mama on the corner. Also, wow. Work those hunt tails. Works in all the jizz bands, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh. Um, wow. What about you, Cher? What would your Twi'lek fantasy boy be? I don't know. I think I'll... I'll be like a... You know the sad thing about being a Twi'lek is, is that there are no, there's no um, Twi'leks with hair. So I think I'm gonna... <laughs> I can't do it so seriously. I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the Twi'lek with hair. The Twi'lek with hair. It's just like a like just like a wig, but it's just like at the front. Right. I'm gonna curl it into a pompadour. Ooh, wow, pompadour um, Twi'lek. Beautiful. And you still have your head tails. And I'll yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Of, course, of course. Oh, I'll wrap the head tails in the Leku, wig. Leku, if you will. Yes, and um, and I'll I'll try and sell them anywhere. <laughs> I don't think anyone will buy them, but who knows? I'll be like the inverse Pam Simpson. Mm. You know? With hair. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. think Pam will make a special set of Leku with a pompadour? No. <laughs> Just take an Alvis and glue it to my Leku, please. Do you know off the top of your head how much it costs to get, like, silicone um, Leku from Pam's, from Pam's uh, I head tail? have no clue, honestly. I think it's, like, upwards to, like, $600. Because it's really expensive for that silicone, and it does take a while. And it's No, that's impossible. Demand. That's a lot for Leku. I mean, that's how much your Palpatine is. No. Yeah, that's how much my Palpatine was. But that was, like, painted and stuff. I no, they, they come painted, that's why. Oh. Like, they come pre-painted. Right, and stuffed and stuff. Yeah, like, it's mm. it's just ready to wear, I think. You know what, though? I love that she, like, uses paint that, like, also can, like, you could find it for your body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good on you, Pam. Thank you. Yeah, it's great work. Um, if you need your, uh... Yeah, if Leku you want the Twilight, Twilight Fantasy... Just, literally just Google Pam and then Leku, and she's, like, the first thing that comes up. I'm not lying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll live our Twilight. Holy cheer! What color would you be? Uh, I don't know. Yellow. Ooh, what a cute I don't think voice! We've ever seen yellow. We've seen orange. 
Yeah, I'll just be like a pale. I'll just be orange, but I'll never go outside. And so I'm like yellow. <laughs> I have John. I have tweet like I have space jaundice. That's oh, it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, this episode is Liberty on Ryloth. It's directed by Rob Coleman, who, um, if you remember, rec- um, directed Downfall of a Droid, Duel of the Droids, and Jedi Crash. Um, you mentioned before that he is like really loving those droids and it's very true um and then there's henry gilroy who um wrote liberty on ryloth and he um wrote also bob badgeredi layer of grievous and innocence of ryloth um for the fortune cookie today um the fortune cookie is compromise is a virtue that to be cultivated not a weakness to be despised and i think it's um it's it's just good advice it's like a good fortune cookie um I definitely think that, like, in terms of compromise, like, it's something that we need as, like, Star Wars fans. But I feel like... No, I don't know. It's just impossible for Star Wars fans to actually, like, reach some co- some kind of compromise, especially when it's about, like, the prequels versus the EU. Like, You wow. mean the sequel trilogy versus the EU? Sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. I, I, we just binge-watched all of Star Wars. I meant to say the sequel, sequels against, like, the EU yeah. universe. Yeah. Like, wow, there is some deep-seated hatred there. You know what? I think it's just deep-seated nostalgia that, like, it's hard to compromise, like, what you've experienced. Especially because I feel like a lot of the best EU came, like, when we were teenagers. Ooh. Like, children. You know? I mean, that was to... all, that was all, like, that was all still, like, um, Clone Wars stuff, you know? We got to see young Anakin. But, like, the best stuff was, like, the late 90s. Oh, yeah. Is, I, I don't this... know. I like the EU, but I also like the sequel trilogy. Like, everybody just chill the heck out. Yeah, or, I mean, but, but Vinny, I think it's also, like, we can't be, like, angry about it. Like, we gotta be, like, Mace Windu, where we're, like, not that angry just knowing um i don't know like if uh, like i feel like it's just as much us trying to compromise as like them trying to find a middle ground with like people who are like you know very on the sith absolute side of things i know i know like i don't know like sometimes i feel like i fall into that like i think everyone does yeah i just think we all just need to let people enjoy things and like not shit on each other that would be brilliant. Yeah, but I, but that's why compromise is a virtue to be cultivated. Oh, it's so good. Meow meow. Oh, I don't even want to get. I don't even want to read this fortune cookie. Like I totally have one ready. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay, Vinny. Well, let's. If you don't have your fortune cookie, I'll go ahead and move on with the summary of the episode. So the um, so the summary for this episode, like the gist of it is, is that Mace Windu doesn't have enough forces. Um, like he doesn't have enough clones to to capture like the last um, like separatist outposts on Ryloth. Like Obi Wan and Anakin have been doing their job, and right. everything is like sort of like starting to like close up. But Mace has to like you know get land the killing blow, but he just doesn't have enough and so he basically goes to Champ Syndulla and he works with him and the Galactic Senator Om Frita or Orm Frita I, uh, I don't know the big blue boy with yeah. the four head tails yeah and the and the five chins yeah um that's him 
I mean, he's... Uh, Ornchain Ta. Orm Frita. Orm, Orm, Frita. We're gonna offend Pam Simpson in the I'm Twi'leks. sorry, Twi'lex. I'm <laughs> Mandalorian. Fight me. But why not be a Mandalorian Twi'lek, Vinny? I, no. <laughs> oh. But yeah. The I... helmet's too hard, and I don't like it. You could. You have a 3D printer. <gasps> I could make my own one with cooler features that doesn't look like the Predator for some reason. Oh yeah, it does sometimes start to look like the Predator. But there are some good... I don't know. I think if you don't... I think there's one helmet that everyone uses for Twi'lek bandos, but if you... If you... I think there are other like options that look a little bit better that don't look like the I don't know. I've only seen the one. Not oh! to poop on anybody's <laughs> bucket. You're beautiful. Love yourself. I personally just don't like it. Oh, I should really show you. There's this one person who did like a... Um, you know Shea Vizsla? Yeah. And that era, like Late Crusader? Oh, yeah. There's this one person who did like a Late Crusader Twi'lek Mando. No way. But like because it's like... Because, like, a lot of it is more polygonal. Polygonal? Polygonal? Yeah. Anyway. But, like, more, like, you know, like, more like sharp shapes as opposed to, like, you know, flat armor. Like screws. Yeah. But, like, but like also with the helmet, it looks really cool. I should show you a picture. Oh, I'm surprised I haven't seen it. That's awesome. I can't see it. Yeah. But in any case, sort of going back to the summary... Um, yeah, so, um, basically, like, Mace Windu does this, like, whole, like, I feel, I love this because it's, like, got a political angle, where, um, it's really about the Jedi sort of doing what they're supposed to be doing, and it's being diplomats. Ooh! You know? Like, the, it's, it's, like, this level of diplomacy where... Yeah, Mace Windu's gonna shatter those points peacefully, of course. Yeah, peacefully. Yeah, and that's sort of, like, what I like. He's, like, a... Like, it's not that he's not violent, because he's very violent, especially oh in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also... But, like, he also spends time, like, trying to work and 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 finding... And mediating between Cham Syndulla and, um, and Omfri Ta, even though they have, like, really, like, differing views about how to govern... Um, he also goes out of his way to, like, hang out with, like, Cham Syndulla's camp, like, hang out with people, like, break bread, have dinner with them, like, experience their culture, and also sort of, like, get deeper and, like, feel closer with them. And it's and it's just really interesting, like, I wonder if this is, like, what the Jedi did, like, before the prequels and before Phantom Menace. Oh, I think we see a little bit of that. I'm, I know they did. Like, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan would do this same kind of thing, but around the galaxy, when as uh, Obi-Wan was growing up, that was the old EU, if you will. Um, that's why Obi-Wan's so good at it, is because he's, like, always had that, like, respect for other cultures and love for, like, figuring things out between, like, language barriers and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's nice to find that, um, and and really nice to like see it in the show. Um, and I, I really like this episode. Like this whole arc growing up was huge because like we got to see Ahsoka do some growing, we got to see Obi Wan and Anakin do some growing, and then Mace Windu came in and cleaned house. 
the most peaceful way. Ah, oh, chop uh, off his head. Peacefully. Peacefully. Quickly. Shatterpoint. <laughs> Shatterpoint. <Bro. laughs> I still have to read Shatterpoint. Is, have you read it? Actually, I've never read it. I heard that who... Because I, I think it's Matthew Stover, the same person who did the episode 3 novelization. But I also hear that he's really gay for Mace Windu and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've been told! I don't know. I'm, That's fascinating. Curious. Now I really need to like read it and then also listen to it. Yeah, maybe we'll do an episode about it. Ooh! Read, read saucy excerpts. Oh yeah, I mean, we're almost done with season one. What do we do now? I know. Do we do take I... a break from Clone Wars? Well, I think about it. We both looked at each other. Because <laughs> we're in the, I'm touching our face. Wow! So cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, did I tell you on my drive here, I had to like go through the maelstrom and like sneak my way through to out of like. Uh, yeah, to do the castle run. To do the castle run, I did it in about twelve parsecs. NBD. NBD. Just uh. Just pushing, just pushing the the falcon to the max. The falcon. Uh, yes, the falcon. Mm. I also got one of those uh, Star Wars uh, windshield protectors. Oh yeah, where did you get that from? <laughs> Remember when I had to like sneak away and find Bondo and stuff? Oh, oh! Because yeah. I had to do this commission in under three weeks. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Well, I mean, I think part maybe you could have done the commission in three weeks, but it part of it was. There's also the Rona going on. Yeah, like I, I've, I've been on my own butt, and like I thank you for being on my butt too. Like sometimes I just get depressed. Yeah, and I thank you for pulling me out of it. Um, Thanks, Star Wars, Vinny. Oh, Sharon, Star Wars Day <laughs> was such a blessing. It was so like, fun. Like, I worked on a helmet, I watched Star Wars mm-hmm. with my boo thing. It was great. Yeah, and, like, I felt like, um, for one moment, like, everyone was thinking about Star Wars, and we we didn't really think about, like... The Rona? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, and, and I felt like Clone Wars, the reaction to oh that my God was really intense. Like... Not only have we not had a mattress, and that has made it very difficult to sleep, but, like, I lay awake just thinking, like, what, like, how the war could have gone had, like, maybe Ahsoka talked to Anakin for a hot minute uh, before he went off to, you know, wreck house. Yeah. Um, that poor boy. He was our only hope. There were so many close calls, none of which were in this episode. Oh my gosh. um, Yeah, this episode, we just see Mace Windu dropping doors on tanks. Yeah. It's cool stuff, like like jumping onto, like, droid uh, speeder bike things. Yeah, he, like, he uses, like, what what are those, ATTEs? Um, like those walker things? Oh yeah, and his little scout boys, they're just like, yes, sir, when he's just like... Get that bridge up! Yeah, it's pretty cool. His clones are pretty, like, you know, on point. Like, very knife hand. Very knife handy. Oh, I mean, he's very knife handy. That's true. He was just like, we need that bridge activated now! Yeah. And the clones were like, yes, sir! Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. ran to do, do the thing. Whereas, like, um, like, Plo Koon is just like, 
Hey guys, let's have an art project. Yeah, let's uh, let's just go to the corner over here and like do this Bob Ross painting for a second. <laughs> Meanwhile, Anakin is just like, um, like, oh, like, what kind of cool like robots do you want? Hey Rex, do you want to like just rejigger your helmet? Sure. Oh yeah, let's get me. Let's get the welder out. Yeah. Oh, you like that helmet? But you like that? I have a phase one. I have a phase two. <laughs> oh. Rex helmet. <laughs> reads battle tactics to them at night and kisses them each on the forehead. <laughs> oh. I don't know. <laughs> Cody's loved. Cody's so loved. You traitor. <laughs> oh my god, Vinny. Your feelings are too hot right now. I'm so hot because the clones, they didn't actually have a choice like I thought they would. I'm sorry. Hold up for a second. <laughs> Tangent time. Wow. In, in Rebels, Rex is like, we all had a choice. And like, no, that's bullshit. They did not have a choice. I don't know how the message spread. Probably in their helmets, Palpatine's like, Execute Order 66. And, like, it's just in everybody's helmet. Like, some sort of weird space wizard or something. And, like... Rex clicked so fast. It broke my heart to see that boy's face when his helmet got lifted. When he was fine at the end. But he wasn't fine. Yeah, no, no one is fine. That is me is. under my helmet sometimes. When I'm just hot. Like I am now. <laughs> oh, do, yes, you are hot. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> back to the Ryloth arc. Yeah, we get to. Um, well, I guess we're. Uh, hmm. How do you feel about like? I I thought that the separatist side of things was also just as interesting as like the Ryloth side of things. Like first off, Wat Tambor. It's nice to see him have like a personality. We only see him like in episode two, being like a cool side character in like a council room but now he has like this personality of like being like a little too hot for his britches and i guess he likes treasure like a dragon yeah he's like a weird techno union dragon fascist yeah like he and it's interesting too because he like steals treasure from the twi'leks and like steals the art and like the gold or i assume it's art and gold i don't know um, it could just be, like, a box full of calicories, but that'd still be sort of fucked up. Oh, you have a point. Um, I don't know. I just hope they're not calicories because that's so sad. I wonder if that one missing piece from Harris is, like, on that ship and it's just sold on the space black market. Yeah, like, Thrawn bought, buys it. Oh, yeah, he's just like, oh, yeah, Twi'lek waifu calicories. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that... Do you think that he? Do you think uh, Th Admiral Thrawn like just goes to like an artist alley and is just like, mm, give me that sweet body pillow art? Oh yeah, give me that sweet, sweet blue Twi'lek waifu fan art. Oh my god. Ooh. So many tactics can be. Are those Twi'lek waifu feet? I'm gonna give me that. I'm gonna learn so much about this culture and disseminate the Ryloth. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, I also think that it's interesting how, like, um, like, Wat Tambor was constantly butting heads with his own tactical droid, because his tactical droid thought it was tactical to leave him behind. I mean, he left him behind because if he didn't leave at that point, they were going to capture him. So. I mean, according to his tactics, but his okay. tactics fail. I mean, his tactics... He like, gets exploded. His <laughs> tactics were literally like, the Separatists suck, we must retreat. <laughs> but I love, I love tactical droids in that sense. I feel like they're really precocious, like they really right. believe to like a fault in their in themselves. I want to have that amount of like... I want to have the amount of delusional self-confidence that, like, yeah. tactical droids have of themselves. Oh my gosh. I mean, the last one was, like, watch out for Kenobi. He's known for his devious tactics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to be that cool. And they have, like, the, those bell-bottom legs. Oh, uh, so yeah. Cute. I remember the one from Rebels. The one with the gold trim. Oh, oh what super I like. hot. Super hot. Look. I know. Um. Anyways, Sharon, what did you think of, like... The clones in this episode. Good clones. Well, I mean, like, we sort of touched on it before. Like, I feel like they're a lot more, like, on point, a little less knife-handy, a little less, like, chill. But I think that's part of, like, them sort of reflecting what the Jedi imprint on them. And for and for all thoughts and purposes, I feel like Mace really just sees them as, like, an extension of... Himself? Yeah. And kind of like his lightsaber. Series. Yeah. They are part of his themselves. Oh, what a cute boy! I never thought of it that way till now. But serious. But serious. A serious cute we boy. We must assert ourselves and dominate the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, Sharon, do you have any final thoughts? Ooh, you know another thought that I had that I thought was sort of interesting is how when when the battle was like clearly like on the losing side of things for the separatists, that Count Dooku was just like. Ryloth's fate will demonstrate, like, the galaxy, uh, Ryloth's fate, um, will demonstrate to the galaxy the cost of a Republic victory. Like, he was, like, trying to affect, like, the optics of, like, the outcome. Which I thought, like, was another, like, aspect of, like, adding politics. Yeah, I I feel like this whole episode, like, adds, like, a veneer of politics to an already just, like, action-happy episode. I love it. Because, yeah, it, like, it, it is, like, sort of about optics and, like, about, like, polls because that affects funding for, like, right. all I of mean, these ATT walkers. We see, yeah, I wouldn't, like, and the clone radio, like, without the Republic funding... <laughs> who's gonna fund the clone radio? Exactly. So if you... Something, something, Galactic Republic War Bonds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyways. um, Yeah, no, I I definitely hear you. Like, they... Dooku's smart in the fact that he, like... He's, like, trying to play the game, but he's also playing the side game of, like, I will take down the Republic either way. Like, did you see how terribly the Twi'leks homeworld was left after this war was done? Oh my god, yeah. And the, I'm pretty sure the aid didn't get there right away. Oh, for sure. And I know, I think that Cham knew that. You know? Right. It was all for not anyways. Like, this isn't the first time we see these freedom fighters. Oh, that's right! Because they, they have to fight even harder against the Empire and Rebels. Yep. Yeah. He wants to see that ship burn. Just finished watching that episode. 
um, the episode with Cham and Rebels. Mm, oh, I think I fell asleep. Weirdest, weirdest family reunion. Yeah, it was a long day. We kind of just binge-watched all of the Star Wars that day. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm very sad. I need to watch Happy Things. Also, Bondo of a Sabine helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, um... Yeah, and I think just in general, like, it's really interesting. Like, this is definitely not the end of, like, the story of, like, Ryloth. Um, even though this is, like, the end for the, the Jedis yeah. on, on Ryloth. But it's, it's like, a, I feel like they have such a fascinating history. Um, and one that's, like, constantly revolved around fighting to assert, like, themselves. As like, a people. Yeah, as a people. And, like, not being, like... I don't know. I, I just think it's it's Not really being objects in the cog of wars of other systems or objects like sexually. Yeah, the empire. I don't know. Or, or the, like you the cis army. Or like Jabba the Hutt. Jabba do Hutt. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Next episode we have to deal with zero. I don't want to. Uh... Next episode's gonna be a weird one. I don't know how you feel about Cad Bane, but he's not my favorite. Oof. We're gonna get spicy comments. We're gonna I'm get sure. spi- Get spicy comment. I many, mean, many also compromise, give us five stars. Compromise is a virtue that we must cultivate. Yes, we're open to your opinions. We won't poop on you. We promise. <laughs> Just don't right. poop on us. <laughs> this is a two-way poop road. <laughs> Okay. All right. With that, with that all being said, do you want to pull up this taco stand, Sharon? Do you wonder sometimes? <laughs> yeah. What do I wonder? If like the Twi'leks would have more of a fighting chance if they were like more force sensitive or something. I don't know. Honestly, like, like there's only think, one Twi'lek think, waifu that we know of. Like, do you think that Ayla Sakura should have like been like the L three? Right. I mean, like, freedom. You pod. would think that Ayla would be there. Like, her people are in jeopardy. I don't know. I don't know that much. Was doing about. something. I mean, she's probably doing something. Probably. She's, she's I mean, it's probably going to be a book that one of you recommend. But I also think that it's important not to put the focus on Ayla because I think it's like one thing to like make it always like Ayla all the time when it's like Twi like stuff. Like I think it's interesting because like without Cham we wouldn't have Hera right. and Numa. Like I Numa. It's like creating more characters so that like you really start feeling and getting a vibe of like what Twi'leks are. Right. When they aren't like just side characters that are like window dress sexy window dressing. I know. Well, anyways, I'm ready to blow up this taco stand. Okay. I'm gonna blow up this taco stand. Thank you for listening, guys. Leave us five stars. This is the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have spoken. Copy that. Give me an anger three, five and a half an hour.